0: The following is intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. From his luxurious home studio overlooking Mountain Creek Lake in beautiful Dallas, Texas, it's Under the Table with Jason Ryan. Welcome into episode 13 of Under the Table. I am Jason Ryan. Hey, it's April 13th. Anyway, team, last seven days, we're 19 and 17 and 1 with a 10% return on investment. If you listen to Sunday's show and bet all the action I gave you, 13-8 with a 43% return. Not too shabby. Couldn't do one yesterday because I was stranded in Abilene, Texas due to the tires of my vehicle deciding they didn't want to work anymore and quit. Anyway, on with today's show and your two stories. Two stories from the sports world. A bearded Steph Curry passed Wilt Chamberlain as the Warriors' all-time scorer early in last night's game against the Nuggies. He didn't stop there. He went on to light up Denver for 53 points. Needing 19 points to pass Chamberlain coming into the game, Curry set the mark early. He scored 21 points in the first quarter, shooting 6 of 9 from the field, including 5 of 8 from behind the arc. Curry passed Chamberlain on a driving layup with 140 left in the first quarter. Quote, to be anywhere near him in any record book or now be on top, it's surreal and it's wild, Curry said. If you grow up in the game of basketball and you hear his name, you know it's something extremely special, no matter what it is. Refer to episode 3 of Under the Table on Wilt's other records. Julian Edelman was released, which was a formality, by the Patriots, then subsequently announced his retirement from football in a heartfelt video directed by Stanley Kubrick. I love that the first thing out of critics slash writers slash Twitter dumbasses is whether or not he's Hall of Fame worthy. How about shut up? Okay? The guy poured his ass into the league for twelve seasons and he deserves to be held in a high regard for that and what he accomplished in that time. Let's talk about before the Patriots. He attended Kent State with no scholarship out of high school, played quarterback, had one catch for 11 yards, didn't get invited to the combine, was picked in the seventh round by the Patriots, went on to be an integral part of the Patriots dynasty and frankly, a security blanket for Tom Brady in those years. Not only that, but being part of three Super Bowl wins and the Super Bowl MVP, his stats may prove He might not be much to be inducted, but the man has given a lot to the game, and we shall all be grateful we witnessed it. Happy retirement number 11. You deserve it. How about some history? This day in sports history, I'm leaving. In 1954, the Milwaukee Braves' Hank Aaron played his first game. He went on to have a lackluster career hitting home runs, ultimately having his homer record broken by a man who may or may not use steroids. In 1963, Peter Edward Rose triples for his first Major League Base hit. He would go on to have a lackluster career in base hits, setting a record that may or may not ever be broken. Also a managerial career that is marred by a betting scandal that has kept him from being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Let Pete in. He's the reason I do the show. Well, oh, that and unpaid loans to certain East Coast high-level family executives. <clears throat> 21 years later in 1984, on the same date, Rose becomes the first National Leaguer to amass 4,000 base hits. In 1996, en route to an NHL record 62 victories, Detroit Red Wings win number 61. In 1997, Tiger Woods wins his first major title, a record 12 strokes ahead of Tom Kite, for a four-round total of 270. That's 18 under, also a tournament record. In 2004, Barry Bonds hits his 661st career home run passing his godfather willie mays on the major league baseball all-time list in 2019 greg popovich surpasses lenny wilkins to become the all-time winningest coach in nba history with his 1413th win as san antonio spurs beat the denver nuggets 101-96 in the western conference playoffs let's win some money in baseball yeah stay hot rocket the mlb 13 games on the later schedule. That's going to be after 3 o'clock. i got action on all of them. First up, Padres and Pirates. Pittsburgh on the plus 240 money line in the over 9. Mariners and Orioles. Say that again. Mariners and Orioles. Just take Baltimore on the run line at minus 1.5. Yanks and Blue Jays. Yankees on the money line only. Most would lay off of this because the numbers speak yellow lights. I take risks. Rangers and Rays. Take the under 8 in this and leave everything else alone. Remember the wet fart comment from Sunday? Mets and Phillies, over eight and a half is the only serious contender for action here. Marlins and Braves, let's two-way the Marlins on the money line in the plus one and a half run line for a plus 326 parlay. Cubs and Brewers, Chicago on the money line at plus 125 because they are 70% against the Brew Crew in the last 10. Nationals and Cardinals, St. Louis on the money line at minus 115 and the under seven is where I would go. Angels and Royals, let's just stick to the Angels on the money line and leave the rest to degenerates. Indians and White Sox, Cleveland on the money line and the under 6.5 here. Tigers and Astros, Detroit is 80% on the money line against the Houston club. Take that all day at plus 165. Finally, Reds and I'm sorry, that's not finally. Reds and Giants, no money on the money line for either, so if you're desperate to bet this game, take the over 7.5. And now the Rockies and Dodgers. Hard to look at this and not take the Dodgers with Bauer pitching, but no money to be won at minus 330 for the Dodgers. So we should just stick to the totals and bet on the under eight. Let's do some hockey. The National Hockey League. Five games tonight, beginning with the Rangers and Devils. This one screams take the over five and a half because it hits 90% of the time, dating back two years. Sabres and Bruins. The trend says take Buffalo in the money line, but I say sometimes numbers can be wrong, especially when dealing with this freaking team. Take Boston in the minus one and a half puck line. Flyers and Capitals, over six and a half, and Washington at the minus one and a half puck line. Flames and Leafs, interesting numbers here. How about a three-way parlay? Toronto on the money line, Calgary in the plus one and a half, and the under six for a plus 494 hit when it wins. Lightning and Predators, tampa across the sheet here, take whichever you want, run to the window and propose to the teller. If you like totals, the under five and a half is the tastiest on this game. Finally, Dallas, who can't cover a cold sore with a bucket of chapstick, play the Panthers who oddly enough can cover. I like the over five and a half here and I don't care who knows it. That's it for me, team. I'm going to the grocery store to purchase three items that will shock the cashier. Jumper cables, butternut squash, and a bottle of truffle oil. Good night and good luck. Follow Jason Ryan and Under the Table on Twitter at Jason Ryan Radio and Under the Table DS. Follow DSP Media at DSP Media Online. The proceeding was intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.